0: And welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Force. We're going to be doing a preview today ahead of our Champions League game. I'm Samrin with you and I'm here with In Today In. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty decent. You know, it's pretty early in the morning.
0: It is pretty early for him. And we both did not take kindly to Bayern's performance against Dortmund. So, eh. but either way, we're here to talk about Barcelona. So. I only know Chavi's come back into the picture. I know they lost today, and I know absolutely nothing else. So, in educate us on Barcelona. Okay, so
1: um, the first thing you need to know about Barcelona is the fact that they are a total mess. Like oh. it is difficult to describe how much of a mess this club is. Like I, I, I'm struggling to put it into words. But let's let's start with their team and their setup. They don't have a striker. Okay. Aguero He seems to be headed Into retirement Very unfortunate With his heart problems Carlos Braithwaite He Did he say Carlos Martin Yeah
0: you did I was like I'm just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carlos Braithwaite is a cricketer okay <laughs> so Martin Braithwaite is injured he's not playing Luke de Jong is about as mobile as an average tree and maybe oh, half as useful on the football pitch and Memphis Depay apparently we were all fooled Memphis Depay is actually not that good so that yeah. is the problem with Barcelona at the moment the other problem they have is that all their best young players Pedro and Fati, can't seem to save it because they have A terrible medical staff that constantly rushes their players back. And when they rush their players back, they get played a little bit and get injured again. So that's the second problem. And the third problem is the fact that Xavi, I don't know what his tactics are supposed to be at the moment. First of all, he played yesterday night. I watched them play against real Betis because their game was right before the Clásico. so i watched them play i watched the full 90 minutes and i cannot tell you i cannot describe their play style to you because i don't know what the hell they were doing savvy he has implemented something new which is gay pressing at barca it's a bit de- it's Ooh. it's terrible it's not it's not good it's not good at all it feels Land like the only person things. only person who understands the concept is ronald araho who is an insanely good defender. He's like their version of Lucas Hernandez, okay? And mm. other than that, I don't know what's going on with them. Like their fans can't really tell me what I should expect. I went to Barca blog rounds and asked them and they are like, um, maybe it could be a 4-3-3, maybe it could be a 3-5-2, who knows? It could be anything. So, some of the players are injured probably Ansu Fati, he might again, this is another example of the Barca medical stuff. They might rush him back to play against Bayern because it's basically a must win for them. And he will be at risk of injury. But if he does play, that's a big bonus for them because he's their best striker. Memphis Depay hasn't been playing well. So they have these youngsters coming in gavi nico these two are apparently good i don't see how they are good but apparently they're pretty good and there's also frankie de jong who has been criticized a lot for not showing up in big games like you remember the criticism of Thiago a few years back that he doesn't yeah. actually play well against good teams that's basically the criticism level that frankie at the moment so how that's frank he is 21 i think i don't know
0: very young. wait. Well, very yeah. young
1: he's very young so Frankie De Jong is there and Serginho Des. Serginho Des has become a very controversial figure because, first of all, you know I like Sergio Des, but yes. um, Death he, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't he doesn't really defend all that well. And it's partially down to how he's always injured at the moment, but it's also down to how Xavi uses his four backs but it seems that Jordi alba who is kind of underrated as far as left backs go oh. jody alba seems to be doing just fine and most of their play goes through him so it's a desk it's like a weird conundrum he seems to be so poor at defending teams attack exclusively down his side which is going to be interesting for us because oh. you, you know who's yeah. plays down his side for us yeah mm-hmm. so um Salmon, do you have any specific questions about them so i can answer answer those one by one because if i had to tell you every single thing that is wrong with barcelona we would be here for hours
0: you're right you're right well i guess the first thing that i want to ask you is xavi came in of course with the fanfare that seems to be behind any player who becomes a coach no matter i'm looking at you Mikel arteta no matter how terrible they are as a manager um so, what changes have you seen aside from the Gagan pressing, the really bad and pressing aspect that yeah. you've already mentioned? Um,
1: this not much, to be honest with you. Like, there is a little bit more structure than there was on the common, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Like, I, I genuinely can't tell a difference. That little bit of Gagan pressing is really just making the world of difference because nowadays, Barca actually win the ball back occasionally. That's mm-hmm. it. That's literally it. I, I it's, it's so weird to look. And it's so weird to see Mm -hmm. Barca blogruns, who are usually the most critical bunch of fans on the internet, usually they will rip a manager apart for sneezing wrong. They are saying, wow, we played so well against Betis when they lost, even though, no, they didn't play well, they didn't play well at all. And, um... It's yeah. just, it's probably the fact that Xavi is one of their most legendary players ever. And that's yeah. giving him a lot of, you know, leeway uh, with the fan base yeah. at the moment. But I don't think that will last. For, for the moment, none of his performances have been that convincing as far as the internet is concerned. Like, when you say that it's a new manager, wins 1-0, and you say, wow, this was a step forward. That's not what you mean. It means that, wow, I'm glad we won that, okay? but it wasn't actually a step Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. If it was a step forward, you'd have something like Hansi Flick winning 4-0 against Borussia Dortmund in his first game. So that's not basically what Xavi has done. Xavi has done nothing out of the ordinary as of yet. To be fair to him, some of his best players are injured and he has Mm -hmm. a very weird squad that he has to deal with. But even so, like, um, it's not good. It's not good for Barcelona. Like, Oh man, I, I just I just don't know what to say about them, honestly.
0: Well, let me let me ask you this, right? We know they've done tiki-taka for for like forever, and that's not working anymore. So, and it's not worked for a while actually. Messi was sort of masking the problem. So, I guess my question to you would be this: Do you think they need an entire revamp of a system, like way back when Bayern two thousand nine to ten did this? They went from four four two to four five one permanently. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
1: I think I think they do like they do Mm -hmm. need but more than that they need an identity because at the moment barcelona have no Uh. identity you know so they need a coach that will give them an identity and that's why um i believe laporta their president Mm -hmm. he really really tried hard to get hansi flick when he was trying to leave behind and Obviously, I can't fault him for that because he seems to be very interested in getting a manager out of the Bundesliga to coach Barcelona and bring them into the modern German style of play. So I think he's probably on the right track on that. He probably should do that. But it's just very difficult for something like Barcelona, a huge institution like Barcelona, which is literally designed to play a certain way from top to bottom, yeah. literally from the first team right down to the youth team and La Masia and all that nonsense. To- just suddenly change course and do something completely different and I think Xavi is trying to lay the groundwork a little by trying yeah, to that get the Gagan pressing, pressing in, in, and in and trying to in- increase the team's intensity one thing I will say under Xavi Busquets who was looking like a complete and other he was mm-hmm. looking terrible under Coman he's looking mm-hmm. again like a world-class player so that's mm-hmm. one good thing that's one unequivocally good thing that Xavi has done in my opinion as a neutral observer of mm-hmm. Barcelona. That's one thing But let's talk A little bit About Bine Right now So Samarin I get this From a lot of Barcelona fans They ask me Why do you think Bine will play Their full first 11 And go all guns blazing Against us And I tell them Well you look at What Muller said In his LinkedIn Post We need to be shown What Mm What we can do on the international stage And it's there is no bigger stage than Bayern Munich vs Barcelona So, Hmm. Samrin, you tell me Do you think that Nagelsmann should be Especially in light of recent performance Do you think Nagelsmann can afford to rest players against Barcelona?
0: Well, no doubt he can afford to do it He Mm. for sure can He can play Bayern Munich BCD if he wants But I think Nagelsmann is at a very critical stage already Like, I didn't really expect this of his time as Bayern manager, where no one's sort of asking the questions because he's getting the results and he was brought in with a lot of faith, five year contract, Bayern rarely ever and a does lot of that. money. And a lot of money. Oh boy. I think he's the record signing for a coach. Yeah,
1: he not? is the record. Yeah, he's the most expensive coach ever.
0: By by far. So there's yeah. that. And that makes me think he's going to have to sort of go with a full squad because any issues particularly against this Barcelona side is going to raise questions. Number one, number two, Muller is 110% right. Bundesliga has performed, look at what happened to Borussia Dortmund, beaten into, like, torn apart into shreds by sporting Lisbon. The argument made was, oh, Dortmund had a lot of injuries and whatnot. Yeah, sure. But come on, you still don't get torn into shreds by sporting Lisbon.
1: Exactly. Like, like, like yeah. wow, it's just. It,
0: it, it, this doesn't happen. Like, no matter how weak your squad is at any given time, you shouldn't be get, getting beaten like by four goals by Ajax. It shouldn't be happening. Wolfsburg's been ridiculously up and down, already fired Van Bommel, thought that was going to be a bad idea, ended up being a bad idea. And then it's just, it's been, and Leipzig, oh my Leipzig,
1: goodness. wow, oh my God. In fact, Leipzig comparatively have been half decent in Europe because every single game they played was competitive, except against Kroos. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I'll say that, I'll say that for sure. But even then even that europa league spot is looking difficult to get like they shouldn't i think they lost to club bruga yeah right they around. did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that shouldn't have happened so there it's just been very concerning time for bundesliga as far as the champions league is concerned byron's basically the flag bearer like hey we're still here and we're still a great league and whatnot yeah and we can still remain competitive despite our fan based ownership model and whatnot so I think, yeah, Bayern will do it. Like, if, if it's just to prove a point, they'll go full strength. I don't think Nagelsmann can really afford to do otherwise just because reputation and confidence, frankly, is on the line. Because yesterday, Bayern saw the game against Dortmund. But I really do think that had Erling Haaland been fully fit and present, those last 10 minutes would have looked a lot harder than they did.
1: Exactly. The, the last 10 back. minutes. Are you talking about the 10 minutes after the 90? Yeah yeah 100 minute game that that was insane wow <laughs> yeah
0: yeah tells you so, how
1: how difficult that game was uh-huh. yeah so that's the thing about this game that we really can't afford any more of these slip-ups in europe in a normal season i'd say yeah go for it just rest but barcelona right now they are riding the Xavi wave even though they really have no right to and they've just lost to real Betis. so You might expect some changes from them, might expect them to be galvanized a little bit because every team tries to bounce back from a win. I don't know if Barca can, but they might try Mm -hmm. to. So based on that, I need to see Bayern make sure that they don't get their bounce. They need to steamroll Barcelona as convincingly as possible because that's the most important thing at the moment. What do we think about the lineup? Do you think that Sula should get another shot at right
0: back? oh my goodness that's i honestly feel he should play center back i feel like upa's a little bit shaken after today and it's funny like i was on who scored after the game to look at the player ratings and there was a competition between whether hummus or upa meccano should be rated lower oh, man. because it's just such a terrible terrible game for both of them yeah, yeah. i mean hummus has an excuse he's old he doesn't have speed whatnot upa doesn't have any of those excuses so yeah. yeah i would actually like to see maybe upa get a rest or something like maybe zule come in for him but Pava, is weird because I see Pava coming forward a lot in games these days, but I don't know if that's having any type of impact because I feel like it's really not. There's still like a whole confusion I mean, going on about Pava. There's
1: a lot more, there's a lot more to uh, attacking than just going forward. Like he sometimes positions himself forward, but he doesn't actually position himself in a way so as to receive the ball or yeah. forward, so it doesn't it makes him a non-factor anyway
0: it's, he's so, still he's still a non-factor so i i wish stanisic was fit i would rather have seen him in the team can omar richards play both sides or no
1: no he, rumor Richards can only play left back
0: mm, right right so there's that issue. But yeah, like I love Zule at right back and I really think he's he's very versatile. And I don't understand why this extension is not going through. Bayern really needs to extend.
1: Probably because every time Sula misses a game, his salary demands go up by four million. Because every time <laughs> we don't we don't start him, we look like garbage.
0: It's it's really true. I think it, it's it's a very close competition between Hernandez and him for who is really our best defender, who's our best center back. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that and even Hernandez today on that first goal he didn't exactly look great
1: he didn't exactly so, look great but Hernandez was just he was heroic against Dortmund so uh, yeah I, I'll cut I'll I cut him some that. slack like he legitimately yeah. maybe prevented two three goals by himself yeah.
0: where he almost it's, injured himself later yeah on. he, he,
1: he yeah. did technically injure himself he, he might not be available against yeah. Barcelona in which case Sula has to play there's no choice
0: hmm I think Sula plays one way or the other, whether it's like
1: the other question is should Musiala play. And if he does play,
0: 50%. Yes. Like, yeah. And I would literally, I would stick him anywhere. I would if Mula, I would if, I
1: would bench yeah, I
0: would I would probably bench Sane too. I feel like yeah, it's it's high time. It, it's high it's time. It's too like, much. Yeah. I
1: have so been wait. praying for a game where we get to see. Muller in the middle Musiala on the left Alphonso mm-hmm. Davies At left back Okay mm-hmm. That is The best combination mm-hmm. Once you have that You don't need anything else You just You're done e-. Musiala and Davies On one flag Is unstoppable I don't care who you are You can have both yeah. Prime Lam and Dani Alves On that blank They're not going to mm-hmm. stop them So I won't see that And I don't think Serginho Des Who is already A defensively challenged Right back Is going to be able To <laughs> handle them
0: So <laughs> We know so. of those Yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, so yeah.
0: we do have another problem though because I feel like if Muziala starts we may have a situation where he starts next to Toliso or we might go 4141. I don't I think know. is going to be available. I, I, I is doubt it. Kemic,
1: is Kemic going to be back out of quarantine in time? No. No. He's I not, think he's, he's not. Not.
0: Is done. And even uh, if he is, there's no. Even if he is, he
1: play. hasn't he hasn't played for a month, so
0: no
1: I mean, look, if if I had to choose a player who could just hop straight back in after a month out, it would probably be oh. Kimmich you know he was probably running laps of his house or something while in quarantine but <laughs> even if he isn't fit Talisa has been pretty decent uh, I'll, I'll give him that credit like he yeah. has been pretty decent yeah. the horrible miss versus Dortmund notwithstanding oh my god has, that was,
0: what yeah. was that actually? that
1: was wow that, that was horrible
0: even, yeah
1: oh so, that notwithstanding he has been pretty decent and he's shown that he can be a good option when called upon
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Koretsuka It's just difficult to know where where he stands at the moment. He's been pulled out early in two games and both Mm -hmm. times Musiala has come on for him. This is obviously one of those weird quirks of Nautilusman that he sees Musiala as a weird number eight, number six kind of player rather Mm -hmm. than a winger attacking midfielder. It's kind of affecting us. But Mm -hmm. I hope that we just see a normal four-man back a normal four, two, three, one, Musiala on the wing. Mm -hmm. That's just what I want to see. And I think that Barcelona this time based on what their president is saying, what Xavi is saying, what PK is saying, mm-hmm. they are going to go out and try to attack us. And that's actually a good thing in my opinion, because Coman, what he did mm-hmm. was he just parked the bus and we just yeah. had to break him down with a lot of stubbornness. Hard if they leave it. us if yeah, if they leave us a lot yeah. of space, I mean I'm sure yeah. we could we could score more goals. And I think yeah. that's the idea that's going to be so, I'll just leave you with one thing. I think that based on what I've seen and based on what the people at Barcelona Grants have told me, it's probably going to be a 4 3 3, but a weird 4 3 3 where they have three midfielders in the middle, but also right. midfielders on the wings and Memphis up top. Mm, you tell I me based that. on that, who do you yes, think God. is Barcelona's most dangerous player? And this time you're not allowed to say Luke yes, Diaz because. I
0: know. I know.
1: So tell me, who do you think is the most dangerous player right now? And I will—I there's a correct answer to this that I will tell you after I hear your answer.
0: I mean, honestly, I can't think of anybody past Memphis. I really yeah. can't. It's, it's Osman Dembele. Usman, what?
1: He is a monster. I'm telling you. If we have problems against Barcelona, it's gonna be because of him.
0: I thought he had his form like dropped off a cliff or something in Barcelona. He's he's great. he's
1: basically Coman. Yeah. He's basically there, Coman. He's always injured. But when he plays, he's good. Oh! Uh, his decision making is also terrible. So,
0: bro, yeah. oh, okay.
1: he's literally just so, he's literally just coma. I see.
0: I see. I was gonna say Musa Diaby. Like that's Musa Diaby.
1: City. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah Musa Diaby plays for Barca. What?
0: <laughs> I think Barcelona would do well to buy him. He's been like in great form right now. Not like the they don't anymore. they don't buy play good players. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't do that. All right. Fair okay, enough. So, um, yeah. On the, on the identity crisis of Barcelona, I feel like they would do well to look across at Bayern because they basically fueled Bayern's identity crisis back in like 2008 or 2009 when they beat Bayern 4-0. And then that triggered a whole sense of events where Lam came out and he was like, we have no identity. Look at them. They have an identity. And that's how we ended up with an identity. It's kind so- of funny,
1: isn't it? It's kind of come full circle where Barcelona yeah. triggered Bayern's identity crisis, which has led to Bayern triggering Barcelona's identity crisis. And now Laporta yeah. wants to bring in a German coach and do the German style play. So it's yeah. very funny.
0: Yeah. It's
1: funny how football works. huh?
0: Yeah, it really is. Um, Although I hope Nagelsmann doesn't screw up our identity. Please. Come oh, please. man. But wow. Yeah. 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 Any predictions in before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, we're going to lose 3-0. Okay.
0: I'll go with that. If right, this guys. prediction
1: comes cool. true, my God.
0: That's Nagelsmann's job. Like, nobody cares about the contract. Everything's going to be thrown out. Bayern's going to lose millions, but that's Yeah, yeah. All right, then. That's a wrap of our Barcelona preview. As always, thanks for your support and let us know what you think. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up to date coverage in Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at the Barrel Blog, at Tommy adams 71 at in and more. This has been Samrin and In. Uh, I want to wish you all a very good night. In, any final thoughts?
1: Nope. Good night.